that's a, just an interesting. But you know what else also interesting it happened a couple of weeks ago, and maybe Eric can ask some some family members in Brazil um, mm. uh, uh, that uh, uh, Ronaldinho finally got released from jail. <laughs> Is that right? So, I yeah, it. and then he, he got his passport back, so apparently he flew back to, to Brazil, so I have no idea no, what, what's the next level thing. with that movie. So, <sighs> What a mess. Well, that, what a that fall. prison team's going to get relegated, though. <laughs> 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 they were begging they were him snaps. to stay. <laughs> It snaps for that one. That was perfect. The Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Sheila Regan, Bridget McDowell, and Pablo Miranda. Produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria and Eric Silva Brenneman. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. <laughs> hope, hope you have some energy. <laughs> um, I, I would say, how's everybody doing? But I can, I can literally see Sheila like <laughs> laying down in a comfortable position. <laughs> So, so we're all sleeping. Well, like it's one of the perks of doing this distanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. We have to I sit agree. in our comfy spots. That's true. That's yeah, true. I I just like to report that I was in Matamira looking for Antifa at youth fields, youth <laughs> soccer fields, and I did not find any. So, my investigative journalism report is 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 continuing on. Have not seen anything in Atsigo and nothing in Matamira. So. Um, they're okay. all in Portland right now. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I'll send you directions to my house. There you go. <laughs> <She covered. laughs> yeah, we, we go to the fields over like um, by 60th, right? Yep. Like yep. like they have that weird loop around. You can go to the uh-huh. back. Like it's like the hidden lower fields. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. The yeah, ones that flood all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's where my feet time. are all wet. Like, <laughs> We were supposed to, you know, coach the social distance, right? So, like, I got to put all my cones six feet apart, right? Because everyone else is sitting on benches and, like, and I'm, like, uh, yeah, it's, like, wet everywhere. I was, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put cones and, like, everyone's going to get wet. So, I was, like, great. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> I was, like, thanks, Maramida. Thanks, Many Maramida. a pair of shoes has been ruined on that field. Any other news, Bridget? Any Any big news? Wait, wait. some writing. Matamidi, the one with the racial incident? You have to be more specific, yep. I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, with the Como Park team? No, no. I was, I was there coaching Blackhawks. U9, U10. So. But like, she means like last year. Oh, yeah. That, that, that Matamidi, yeah. That and, was Matamidi. Yeah, yeah. That was Matamidi, yep. Mm-hmm. Has anything happened with all that? Oh no, zero! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise! There, there is a there is like a new, um, basically a task force uh, that they it, it was a petition that went out among alumni, um, everyone pushing for there to be some education into anti-racism and um, many other facets of things that are going wrong in the suburbs. Um, That'd be good. Haven't, haven't heard how that's going so far, but. 
They haven't called you up yet, Bridget. <laughs> please, please I'm come take care of this of for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. I signed I the petition and then I walked away. <laughs> Bridget, how was your recruiting excursion? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, I, he's doing that right now. I ended up not going. Oh, too bad. What, what was the idea, though? Who, who are you? Can you, can you, I don't know what you can divulge. Can you Give tell us some us? details. Yeah, deets. <laughs> My buddy's a... Uh, uh, I think he's on the JV squad now coaching um, in high school and their section foes were each playing today. So you're just going to go out and scout to try to get kids to come to that high school. No, to like see how they're playing. So he knows how to game plan when they play them. Uh, hey, can, I, can I have you do that for a I promo? See. Yeah, as you say, Rodrigo's going <laughs> to... <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay I mean, you with Pisco. Okay. <laughs> we just need Deal. to figure out how we beat Sancho. That's it. There you go. <laughs> Deal. You got it. Nice. Well, let's jump in, shall we? Um, so th this was just recently updated. I got, I got this when I got home. But I don't know if... I'm sure a few of you are aware that... Uh, since Minneapolis City isn't physically competing on the field, their amazing apparel is competing in a lower league E Cup. I always knock that thing down. Lower league E Cup uh, kit competition, and they are in the final against Space United FC. Which, and if you're thinking that sounds funny, you're absolutely correct. Um, Space United FC. Let me just read this. There are literally a group of supervillains at the bottom of the ocean planning to take over the world. Um, this is a quote. My name is Camilo uh, Tobasi. I'm the founder and CEO of Space United. I'm a former youth soccer player from Millonarios, blah, blah, blah. Uh, former SpaceX engineer, Elon Musk, and current engineer at Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos. Shortly after graduating from, as an aerospace engineer from AM, blah, 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 blah. Uh, got to the leading rocket company by Elon Musk. My unique experiences with soccer and the space industry inspired me to create Space United in 2014, SpaceX, originally called SpaceX FC. Space United became the culmination of soccer and space in my life. So, the soccer club that has a budget of negative whatever that's about 10 blocks from my house versus a soccer club basically tied to Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. That's what's happening here. Wait, are Elon and Musk and Jeff Bezos friends? Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. They, ha they have their own countries together, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Private islands. They can, they can only re relate to each other. I would mm -hmm. think they would be. And, and so, so yesterday, when I, when I originally posted this, um, I, had, I got the screenshot right here. It was 53%. The, it's, it's, so it's the Crow wing kit, which I own and which I think some of you guys also have. Listeners, I'm sure you have it too. Versus their kit that looks like a Power Rangers uniform, basically. And uh, Minneapolis City was up 53% to 47%. Fast forward to about 20 minutes ago, and I get the tweet from Minneapolis City. Not He says here, over 1,000 votes in four minutes to push the space FC over the edge. Definitely legit. <laughs> so they end up winning. <laughs> Basically, Elon Musk and, uh, and Jeff Bezos got all their bots to like go to work over a, over a football uniform. So there you go. Too bad. 
Too bad. Can, can we get Elon Musk money? I'm not sure you want that money, my man. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know how Audi was sponsoring uh, like all the youth academy, MLS youth academies? Mm-hmm. You should just have like something something sponsored by some big just give money to the youth. Just don't no strings <laughs> attached. Just give it to us. I think we just need to take is is the word and redistribute. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, I'm sure there will be other kid in apparel battles with Minia with uh with Minneapolis City because all their stuff is awesome. Um, it would have been nice to see it win that one. Um, let's go to Minnesota United. We got some phase two scheduling coming up uh, starting in October. They're playing Cincinnati on October 3rd, playing Nashville on the 6th, 7.30. Back to Dallas, as usual, on the 11th, October 14th uh, versus Chicago here with our uh, – oh, that's Frankie. That'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, my birthday weekend, ten eighteen, Houston again. Getting a little tired of the Dallas or the uh, the Texas matches, to be totally honest. Ten twenty four, Cincinnati again. Ten twenty eight, Colorado. That should be interesting. Uh, they go to Kansas City, another one that we always play on the first of November, and then of course Dallas again on uh, November eighth. Anything stand out there? Besides nonstop Texas forever. <laughs> Looks like we, is it true that we get to host uh, Christian Ramirez finally in Allianz? Yep. That's the way it looks. Yeah. 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 God, wait till Tab Ramos trades him away like in the next two weeks. That's... <laughs> With our luck. <laughs> you, you put it in the universe. I can't hear Rodrigo very well. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. No, it's just I was saying that, that that's the game that Christian Ramirez finally will get to play in Allianz Field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but more than likely what's going to happen is Ty Ramo trades him away just like LAFC traded him away right before like, we... Yeah, the day before. The day right. before they arrive. Literally. <laughs> Did I see they've, uh, they decided um, that they are not going to have um, people in the stands for the rest that's of correct. the season? Correct. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, th- what I was going to ask is, is, is this phase two, is this it? Or, or do we start playoffs after this? Or does it go to like a phase three? I can't even remember because everything it, is just so weird. They don't, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> well, it's I always mean, good when you don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, that last match is considered decision day on the mm-hmm. schedule. But like there was talk of there being like phase three a few games or they don't know how they'll modify uh the playoff format or and because things change so frequently now it's basically like they figure it out then like we didn't get the phase two schedule until just now and because they didn't know the phase two schedule until right just now right this whole season is basically like a 45 minute improvised sax solo (laughs) like acid jazz (laughs) It's like, ooh, I'm gonna go here now. I'm gonna modulate this key. You know what? I'm gonna drum on my saxophone. Can can we can we have Kendra and Callum work their magic and uh, see if we can pump in booze when 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 Calvo appears on Allianz Field? That would be worth it. That would be worth it for sure. Um, what else we got? Also, oh, I, was, hope, I hope Colorado is COVID free by the time we get to play them at home. Oh yeah, well. 
Is there something going down there? I didn't get that. Is that, is so that recent? They, they're supposed to play Kansas City uh, today or tomorrow. Um, but Colorado is one player and three or oh. four staff or coaches who tested positive. Wow. They're all okay. Asymptomatic and they've since tested negative. But out of an abundance of caution, they just suspended the game, postponed it. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I didn't get that one. That was Yikes. Two hours ago. It just keeps happening, almost like we shouldn't yep. be doing this. Yep. Almost like. Um, I mean, have, so, yeah. That's <laughs> all you can say. Yeah. Say it, Sheila. But, just say it. Well, just, I mean, it's kind of scary, the charts. The charts. You hey, look, hey, but you know what? Let's, lately. Let's, let's, let's bring back college football. What could possibly go wrong? Well, and just yesterday, uh, D.C.'s um, USL side decided they would not play the rest of the season. Uh-huh. They don't think mm-hmm. it's worth it. So you've got a couple of USL teams dropping out now, too. So in consultation with USL also. So we'll see what happens there. Huh. Indeed. Indeed. Well, thank you for that update. Appreciate it. Um, going back earlier in the week, uh, as Minnesota United was preparing for their their Wednesday match, which we'll talk here in a sec, uh, we learned it was possible we wouldn't have Dubasi. Looks like Boxel might have taken a knock. We came to find that they were uh, Boxel ended up being fine. He played, but uh, Dubasi was on the bench. There, there was some talk that he might have been injured, which is the way he went out. But it, it looks like whatever happened was minor because he was there. Um, and the other one, so that it that it's also comes out that uh, because of lack of center back depth, Brent Coleman coming back. How do we feel? <laughs> well, you can't just not have a player available. You can't just leave the spot open, no matter what happened. Yeah. Okay. That'd I mean, you played Musa before there, so what's 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 more what's more he throwing someone well, else I, in there? Well, I think the problem is that you have four guys on the back who are banged up. Uh, Boxy was the only one to not draw a yellow card, which we'll get to. Um, yeah. And then you have Jan on his red card, and then you have Ozzy out. So the entire defensive line is basically like a fifty-fifty whether they'll be able to or allowed to play at any given time. So sure, we've got Musa back there. Um, you could throw Dotson back there, but you know, you've got six or eight guys who are kind of on the fence. There's just so much baggage. So you kind of need to common. have an extra defender up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, that, that's a pretty good segue, though, to jump into the, the crew match on Wednesday because because of all these injuries you just mentioned, Bridget, we get the weird experimental lineup that was actually kind of exciting. I mean, uh, Metaner, Aha, Boxel, Gasper, and then it just, speaking of acid jazz, it gets all kind of free jazzy and weird <laughs> with, with Jacory Hayes and Hassani Dodson taking the midfield. Tom, Tomas Chacon gets his first ever start on the left. Uh, Reynoso stays, Lud goes right, and the uh, the newbie yet oldie, uh, no offense. Please, please don't at me. You're amazing, Kekamata. <laughs> the veteran, the esteemed veteran, Kekamata, uh, gets his debut up top. Um, I was just excited because it was like, oh, okay, 
at least we're like throwing something at the wall. Let's see if it sticks. <laughs> well, at least we're resting players, right? That too. <laughs> yep. But I mean, here's the thing that I was really like, literally had to think about is the fact that you have Kai Kamara. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? I think so. Oh, no. We lost Rodrigo. That's all right. Well, he'll, he'll get back in. He, he must have just froze up here. Um, he was going to say something about Kai Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pretend I can read his mind and say he got a touch right away with him, like the first yeah. minute. He, he didn't waste any time. Um, I, I, like, I always talk about Metonair with his good slide tackles when he's on. He, he broke down a really nice play right away. Uh, DSC is going to be busy uh, right away in the, the 10th minute. He gets a good save. Um, anything else you saw, Bridget, kind of at the very beginning of this thing? Um, well, at first, like 10, 15 minutes was strung together pretty well. Uh, it was kind of back and forth. Um, but none of the, you know, I expected to see a few issues with this lineup coming out, thinking that maybe it would take them 10 or 15 minutes to kind of figure things out. Right. But instead, that first 10 or 15 minutes was probably the best of the match. I agree. I agree. I was pleasantly surprised as well. Rodrigo, you back? You can hear us? Back in yeah, the game? I'm back. All right. You, you had a thought about Kamara. You didn't get to finish it. What, what did you want to say? The, the fact that he started and the fact that he hasn't had, like, constant any minutes. Yeah. Over Mason Toy. So, like, I think we had a conversation earlier or last couple podcasts ago, like, if you – do you invest – in this season with the, the younger boy, younger, younger toy, and then just let him play and try to figure it out. Or you bring a veteran and then like in, in Kamara's case and letting go like, I, I'm more like 60, 30, right? Like if we're talking 90 minutes, cause toy never goes more than 70 minutes ever. So like give toy the 60 and then Kai the 30. But um, I just, I, I, I like Kamara. He just took up space, to be honest with me. Like, he might have pressured a couple of times and maybe that, but he didn't really do much. And I'm hoping that as he gets more fit, and we know how much Heath doesn't like, says that he doesn't do fitness on, on the go or fitness doing playtime. So, yeah, I mean, what he's, he's, he's been with the team for not even a week, right? So there's that. He had like one training session with the full squad. So. Right, right. That does bring up a good point, though, Rodrigo, because uh, Mason Toy, I mean, we're all fans. I, I would love to see that, that balance and that split and have him develop. We talked about that last week of having uh, Kamara as the, as the mentor. But the, I listened to a little bit of extra time, and those guys seem to be convinced that he's leaving, <laughs> that he's out of here because of Kamara. So I don't know. It, what do you all think about that? I, Heath has made it pretty clear that this is a, like a supportive decision um that Kai will take that mentorship role and uh, try to help toy okay. um, kind of figure those things out so i i mean everyone thought that right away be, just because kai took mason's number that happens all the time but just sure. because of you know the circumstances everyone assumed that that meant that toy was on the on the trade block um i really don't think that's going to happen you don't 
you don't have like one healthy striker bring a veteran in and then send off your one healthy striker i mean in theory this is minnesota united we're talking about <laughs> well <laughs> There's, there's not exactly a clear-cut mold. Well, in a lot seeing of as how they're, they're running out of subs, so... Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he toy can't go more than 60, 70 minutes. So putting Kai in there and then thinking that maybe toy can be the super sub, maybe he just tries not uh, working on it from the beginning and tries bringing a different sort of energy to it. Um, That'd be I don't, ideal. I mean... I don't think that Kai is here to replace Toy. I think it's more of a how can we build things up a little bit and link that transition. Yeah, cool. That's that's the ideal. And here's the thing, with four healthy forwards, you know, when once we get four four healthy forwards, guess what we can play? You want two your up uh yeah, <laughs> two your up four top. four two <laughs> yeah. magic four four two. The magic four four two, baby. <laughs> um Back to the match. We, we had an early injury that looked pretty bad with um, – is it, you pronounce it Aloshe or Alosha? I'm not so sure how you say it. But he – it looked like he got a, maybe a broken toe or a busted toe. I mean, he, he could not walk. Um, so he goes off early, like 17th. And Nag, that was already Nagby's position, so he was already a sub for a sub. And then – so we get to see their third stringer there, who ends up being uh, baby Burhalter, Burhalter's son. So kind of cool that he gets, I mean, third string at this point, but he got to do his thing. He can't be that old. I don't know how old he is, but he looks pretty young. Um, I thought, I like alluded to Bridget, you said it already. I thought they, they looked good. I said the midfield looked like they were holding. Dotson was on um, Zorayan for a, at least these first 25 or so, so minutes. Excuse me. Just really not let him get any space, following him. Like, that was his job, is just, like, stay on this guy. Um, I'm just jumping through. Go ahead. <clears throat> if you guys want to take something else, I got to take a drink. Drink. <laughs> drink. I mean, Zolorayan was the biggest issue last time we faced them. Um, and I think it was Dodson matched up with him at, on that game as well. Uh at least for part of the match. So uh, everyone kind of had his number and knew what to look for. Um, he is really their biggest threat, especially with a completely gutted midfield like they had. Um, but yeah, it was more of a defensive game. We definitely spent a lot of time in our third. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was one of, those, one of these games where like, we asked a lot of our offensive players to play defensively. And yep. I think, uh, you know, as excited as I was watch, as I was, was to get, see how much Tomas Jacqueline would do, like he was asked to play defensively specifically to help out yeah. Chase on that size where, where Diaz was burning the crap out of him every time. Yep. He was. So like, it was like, I remember like, at least early in the first half where like Chacon dispossessed the ball, right? And then as he was tracking back, uh, he was able to, uh, you know, uh, rebound off a ball so it wouldn't get service in, into the box. So, like, there's a lot of defensive stuff. So there isn't, like, we were playing extremely on the counter with Kai up top. And that works well if we all have played with each other before and know where we're supposed yep. to be at. 
and how we're going to do that. And I think with Reynoso in there, I saw him yelling at people. I saw him at one point, I think he was arguing with Chacon that he didn't make a run when he could have made a run. Um, and I think that's, that's something that we, we have to, we have to take into account. Like Reynoso will be our focus of our offense, right? And she, she should direct traffic, but I personally don't expect them to score. Right. So like, it's up yeah, to whoever he's, else is he's out gonna there. He's going to be the target, man. Whoever else is out there and the wings and, and are more than likely going to be the people that score. And I think with um, that, I think, you know, like uh, I'm going to release the, you know, the hashtag Reynoso camp because I think everyone needs to go play with Reynoso <laughs> afterwards. It's a good idea. Like, actually. So they can, so they can get up to the tempo and get not only like yeah. speed, but speed of play. What is he wanting you to do? But yeah. He was, con- like you said, I-, I just put in here, creating, trying to spring someone. You're right. He was constantly trying to get something going and it just not so, that wasn't happening. Was, yeah, I think there was a little, little bit of panic uh, in midfield where they didn't really want to push forward too quickly because they were afraid that they couldn't drop back fast enough. Because, yeah, all those guys that. were just getting smoked on the wings. Um, well, that's a good segue. Kai, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You hear Kai yell a couple times running down the wing. Hey, follow me. Hey, get up here. Let's go. Because yeah. um, everyone's focused on Reynoso, and he knows that he can run ahead, but yep. he's got nobody there to support him because everyone thinks, oh, shit, they're all in Reynoso. <laughs> they're going to be countering on us. 31st minute, uh, the aforementioned Zella Ryan. Uh, uh, San, not San, it's Sancho, right? We, we, we do this way. It's well, San, Santos. Santos. Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese, Portugal. Santos. Santos. Um, he gets the lefty cross and uh, Zellerian with a diving header. What a beautiful goal. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that it was against us, but it was, but it was gorgeous. We did not let in a garbage goal this game. So, I mean, yeah. there's that. <laughs> and, and you guys mentioned Gasper. Um, he was so tight with him on this one, too. Like, I remember looking at the replay. I think I actually paused it. I mean, they're shoulder to shoulder. And uh-huh. I think he must have known if I don't dive, I'm not going to meet this thing. Yep. <laughs> Which is, you know, I guess good on him. Right. But he gave up the inside. He did. Which, I think which you, you don't want to do. I think here, here, the thing is that, that Columbus is, was really good at distributing the ball. And I don't know who else, who, how the ball came from one end and then they switched it when, 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 when Sancho's got it, right? And you can see Jacory making a jogging back because that's Jacory's mark, the press in the middle. And then you had Lude on the wing and Mets in the air, and they were just pedaling backwards. Like, no one was decided who was going to go and put pressure. And no one put pressure on him, left him wide open to be able to cross that ball perfectly. Like, if someone would have stepped up just to provide pressure, I think that's a, that's a different outcome. But besides, um, I don't – like that's a that's team defense right there. That was a mistake. Besides that, you know, a lot of people don't like uh, what I'm about to say, but I thought Jacory Hayes did a, did an okay job as a as a as a six. You know, I thought he was connecting passes. He was looking for Reynoso when he needed to slow down the transition. He was able to do that, um, right? I think his his passing accuracy was good. He's trying to connect, and I and I think that's. That's kind of what we what we what we've been missing specifically with Aussie being gone, someone who's willing to stay home, uh, and willing to to distribute the ball, right? And I think that was one of the cool things that I kept seeing was that that they he kept on doing that, and I was like, you know, as much as as we 
wanted want to have Ozzy back, I think if it was up to me, then a pairing of Jacoby Hayes and Dotson or a pairing of Jacoby Hayes and Gregory would be um, the the way that I like to I like to see. And um, just because I think Jacoby Hayes is 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 I don't want to say unproven talent, but it's an appreciated talent in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not like flashy like Ozzy can be, um, but he's versatile and. We didn't hear his name too many times, which is exactly what you want. Yeah, that uh, is very true. Nothing super fancy, but for the most part, he got the job done. He did what he was asked to do. Uh, could he have done better at some points? Any of them could have done better <laughs> points. Um, but yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential in that spot. Yep. We got a little taste of starting to get some chemistry going like towards the end of the half. Uh, Lud fed Kamara and he was just barely off. Uh, that was just kind of nice to see that they were kind of starting to find the rhythm a little bit. Um, Dotson, why not? Try tries a banger from way outside in the 42nd. <laughs> and again, just barely, barely over the crossbar. I, th- I think the keeper actually had to make the save, but more of that. Let me ask you this. So we, we had this whole conversation, this whole Twitter thing. How do you actually spell the Portuguese? How do you spell his name? Is it spelled S-A-N-C-H-O like Sancho or is it spelled like Santos? It's spelled Santos. Santos, so Santos. Okay, so I, I, so I was writing what I was hearing from from cows. What was happening? Yeah. Well, and if you <laughs> that whole Twitter so thing, where, like all of a sudden, like I'm like somehow dragged dragged into it. And I'm like, what did you guys we're do? Talking, and what did we you were just talking accents? It was just accents. It's like I was like, I feel bad for Cal because he's like, he's like, well, I'm just pronouncing it like I've been told to do it. Well, I was like, that's he, fine. So he wasn't able to see some of the tweets that other people had made. We weren't really on so, him about it at all. We were just, no, we were just saying no. everybody might say it a little bit different. And that's what I yep. pointed out. Like if it was actual Portuguese, Portugal, it would sound like this. Bridget was quick yep. to point out, have you ever heard Pablo say Amarilla? <laughs> like, yep. Perfect example. Amarisha. <laughs> yeah. That one, Amarisha. that one was directed at Seller to give him some crap, but. Um, not everyone saw Zeller's tweets. So. Yeah. All right, so Santos. Now, now I understand. That's that's so funny though. That I, I wrote but it like you, you said it. So if you listen to the, you know, the the clubs send out like pronunciation guides and have the players say their name, and I hear Sanch, but hmm. Rodrigo listened to it and heard it differently. I I'll have to listen to it. I'm sure so, I'll hear something. So how we've, does we've, NT we've, sound like Sanch? I, I don't know, but that's what I hear. We've turned into a linguistic Sanch. podcast now. Yes. We are <laughs> next going to talk about about the N and the silent H. Tune please in please, please welcome special guest Noam Chomsky. <laughs> <laughs> you may all go to sleep. <laughs> uh, I, once again, I just have, so, how would we say it? And, and Diaz. I just have gas for getting getting smoked again, and DC DSC having to have a big save. Um, in the end, we get out one nil at halftime. Probably pretty lucky, but like you guys are saying, midfield held pretty well. I mean, that, that's that was kind of my big take: is defense was okay, but the midfield not bad, like you guys were saying. Wait, we're not going to talk about the fourth miracle. Okay, which one was that? Was that the was it the Zellerian shot? Which one? He had so many PK saves shot that he missed. The, the PK. Yeah. What? When does that? Is that second half? No, that's first half. Somewhere. It is. Yeah. Chase brought down Diaz because Diaz beat him. 
like bad. I remember it. I, I just can't remember where. And where then he brought him it. down. And did he get a yellow, Bridget? I don't recall if he got a yellow for that one. I, oh, here it is. Forty-fifth minute. Yeah, he didn't for that one. It was later. Yeah. So so then like the you people. have yeah go ahead. Then you have Zalarayan line up, and Saint Dane <laughs> performs his fourth miracle, and and makes him like totally miss it, like sky it. I I don't know how you. <laughs> We totally just skied out. You know, as as Jedi as mind tricks. Four feet over people the at me on Twitter were like, "Look, Rodrigo, here's another Alexi Gomez shot." That was a totally <laughs> Alexi Gomez shot. So, that's right. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's that's two PKs. I mean, I don't. You can't really call this one a save, but at least two PKs he that did not, not convert. He has faced two PKs and he has not conceded one. That's pretty remarkable. <laughs> yep. Um. Going into the second half, uh, what did you guys notice? Was it, I know there were some some changes. Uh, we got we got Aha for for uh, for Pablo the dirty Uruguayo style coming in with the, the bear hug once again. Probably lucky to get a yellow card. Uh-huh. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Diaz, Megan, Gasper again, just getting crushed. They just kill it. I'm gonna say. Um, Another another close one between uh, Santosh and, and and Zardes. The, uh, what else we got? Oh, the Bebelo free kick. That that was that was rough. And like the 63rd, Aha gets his head on it. Just bad luck, and he just ah, that, that could have had something. Yeah, not everyone played great, but not everyone played good either. So like that's a good way to even, wrap it up. It, it's a even though like now we have. Um, now we have Reynoso taking a free kicks. That first one was a bad one. I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that was not on frame, you know, and it wasn't like, I was like, okay. And, and like, literally, like, we also need to have our, if our center backs are going to score, it's like, can we have some practice headers? It's like every time they jump up, even they hit their shoulder or their back of their heads or like yeah. not, it, never yeah. really on frame. So I don't know what's going on, but. But our set piece magic that was in Orlando totally has left us. And that is true. That is true. Uh, Edwards comes in for our, our uh, Niñito Chacon. So bye-bye. Maybe for, for a long time, bye-bye. We'll see. Um, let's go to the next goal by Mr. Sancho, who just jukes Metinero all over the place. Left, right, left. He's spinning like a little top and then shoots near post 2-0. What are you going to do? And, oh, and in the replay, I didn't notice it live, but he gets a hand on it, doesn't he? Yeah. There do you was... guys think he could have had it? Dude, that thing came in so damn fast. Yeah. That like, was just a reaction he... to put your hand up. I don't think he could have had that. Yeah. I mean, the angle was so tight. And, like, I've been giving Dot, I mean, not Dotson, uh, St. Clair credit how he covers his, his, his close, the closest post to him. And he was there. But he was. Literally, yeah. it's, like, it's like watching Alan Iverson cross over somebody at the top at the top <laughs> and he just crossed dope. over him and just took it to the took it to the hole and just shot it right up. I mean it was yeah. it was beautiful. If, I mean the two goals the ball... that he scored it was beautiful. I mean you can't yeah you can't really say that you know like what else what you know sure Dane can throw his whole body and try to see if he can get it but the reaction time of how fast that shot was I mean that's gotta be at least a they sixty showed... to seventy mile ball. Yep. They showed a slow mo off of the, the camera that's in goal. So it's right behind them, and you see him standing there with his hands here, waiting to see where it goes. But it's like over his head before he even starts to reach his hands up. 
Dang. So he had the ball been slower, he could have gotten it, but he didn't even think to put his hands up until it was practically in the back of the net. Yep. I just I think about uh, just watching Metinier get completely schooled by <laughs> by Sancho. That you guys remember Street Fighter too? Like when you do like three or four combos, and then like the little stars start to spin around your character. <laughs> like I feel like that was Metinier. He was just like stars were spinning around. He's like, uh, what's happening? Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think teams are beginning to figure out if they throw speed at the at our at our wings and defensively, that's how they're going to beat us. And I think that's – and unfortunately, we don't have an answer for that. I mean, unless you want to rest Metinier for a week or so, right? I mean, we have no answer at right back or left back right now. We- well, he was he was kind of rested after that uh, red card suspension. So he shouldn't have looked quite as hard as he did in this match. Yep. Uh, we had another opportunity towards the end. Uh, Bebelo to Lud uh, got, got in close. Like, I think it actually hit the side of the net. Um, looked like a good opportunity. What else? Let's go to let's get to our positivity here. So, speaking of our our Finnish uh, savior, uh, Gasper gets a cross in, nice one time volley, takes the lefty, get one back, go Lud. As as is now commonplace. What do you think, <laughs> Sheila? This is your guy. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of he's the sleeper hit, the sleeper hit <laughs> of the team. <laughs> Just like so, he just just seems very consistent. He's I thought Sheila was going to say sleeper right. cell. I, I literally thought, <laughs> I already thought Sheila was going to say sleeper cell on the team. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> what is that? What is a sleeper cell? What does that mean? That's like the uh, rhymes rhymes with uh, um, I don't even I, I can can I say it on this without the FBI like coming after me? <laughs> I don't think I can do it. <laughs> the FBI is already in your house. That's true. That's true. Oh, they're definitely listening in right now to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It has to do with uh, terrorist activity. Sleep yourself. All right. Now I know. Um, what else we got? 90s, let's just like, get to the very end because coulda, shoulda, woulda. It looked like it may have been a goal. We got Reynoso uh, to uh, Aja, and he heads it. And then Boxall gets a second head, header on it to put it in. And then I, I guess the the the, uh, the side ref must have had a good look because they didn't spend any time looking at it. He called it off sides right away. But in, in regular full, full speed, I did not see it. And even in the replay, I mean, it was – It was close. String? Yeah. So what yeah, do you guys I mean, think? I mean, was, was this one of those they could have let go or – I don't, I don't. I mean, he was technically offside, but I think also like when Edwards came in, there's just adjustment period of playing with Reynoso, and we've seen this over like yeah. unless it's not the starting eleven, um, you you they're really having a struggle trying to figure out how to play with him because then there were points where like Edwards was forcing the ball and he was having turnovers in our midfield, trying to give it to Reynoso, and so like, like, like that's why I'm like. Let's have everybody play with Reynoso, not just starting eleven. Like I practice it, <laughs> rotate him in and yeah. out. Like if you're doing like scrimmage, mini scrimmages, rotate him in and out so people can get used to playing him. It's like that's yeah. without that, we 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 were so sync. Like I said, you know, even Reynoso wasn't playing great at times. I know he had a, a situation where like he literally like gave a bad pass in our defensive third, and luckily he was able to yeah, to. Um, to recover but it was just you know like 
a lot of defensive work. We asked a lot of our midfielders to play defense, and you know, Columbus is a good team. Like a really they're the best team. team, and they're they're number one in the East, and like they played it. I mean, like even their subs were were good. I mean, if Diaz and you mentioned Rayan, and then you have Sancho's, and I'm like, yeah, they're pretty stacked. Whoever 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 has a, a good defensive back system, it's going it's going to be a good good battle for them, but. If you don't have a midfield that's willing to like press them and then challenge them, you know it's it's going to be. And we don't know when Ozzy's coming back because no one tells us anything about injuries. So, yeah, that's a good segue. So two to one was the final there. Um, it sounds like Ozzy and I wrote it down somewhere. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I don't remember. Some of them were training. Where is it at? Uh, Molino and Debasi may be ready for tomorrow. Ozzy Finley have been doing light training, is what I got. Yeah, so it sounded like Ozzy was working back up to it. Um, I wouldn't expect us to take a risk on Finley in the next week, but yeah. uh, Ozzy, I could see coming do, back do in. Think, I mean, uh, not tomorrow, but probably you, this week. You think Finley is done for the season then? Good no, question. they they plan on getting him back in there. I mean, it'll he's on late training. It'll depend on like how the next week goes. Um, they're not going to rush him back. I would I would give him at least two more weeks because he's yeah. he had a minute. He had he scoped his knees, so that's one thing that's not yep. always fun. So yeah, yeah, so, he's dealt with but, knee stuff before. So but at least we know Amarilla likes empanadas, right? We know that. <laughs> <laughs> Amarilla right, and empanadas is like, 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 where do you go? Amarilla. Amarilla con empanadas. <laughs> um, man, this team, I just put in here, the team looked tired. They, they, everybody just looked pretty tired. But, you know, two to one against Columbus. Could have been worse, I suppose. Um, what did you call it, uh, Rodrigo? Um, Bebelo camp? <laughs> Hashtag Bebelo camp. Uh, Reynoso Reynoso camp. camp. I was like, Reynoso camp. To go to camp. That's there, there's the yeah, episode. That's the name right there. Reynoso camp. Um, what sticks out for you all with the slate there from MLS? Is there anything? I mean, Chicago, we should talk about Chicago 4-0 over Houston. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. Um, anything else? Any other matches that you all watched? Colorado got a pretty big win. Five nil for San Jose. <laughs> where, where are we now? Are we are we like close to like thirty goals in the past week or two against? I don't, I don't know what at least. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know what long it'll take for Almeida to to get fired. I mean that's like fifteen goals in three games. Yeah. Right, you have a seven-one against Seattle. Yeah, and then there's a five-one against Colorado, and then didn't someone just beat them also four nothing or something like that? I thought it was like six. Maybe six, yeah, you're right. Maybe six. Yeah, it was it's, LAFC. Like, then. I'm like, I'm like, how many of those games do you give? Do you do you give Almeida, even though he has like a contract still, right? He finds out an extension. It's like before you really boot him out. Like seriously, like it's not working. Like it's not working. Uh-huh. You can't get all these players to play in your system right now. Here's where I'm like Minnesota, and I'm like, since we like, since we like getting. Um, Minnesota associated players. I was like, "How much for Jackson Yule? Just, yeah, just get a, you get him on our side, and, and and then we'll make a six out of him somehow. Bring him home. He misses mommy's hot dish. Bring him home. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should also uh, point out Miami still uh, 
still has nothing, even though they keep bringing guys in. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Turns so out that money doesn't buy you goals. Are they, are they just straight defeated? They haven't won a single match I yet? I think so, yeah. No, they won one. Well, no, they won. Yeah, they won. Uh, I think they beat I can't the. Remember uh, no, they didn't beat Orlando. Who was it? They, Nashville, I think they beat. Nashville, okay. yeah. Yeah, that well, was speaking like of, a really good game. Speaking of Nashville, uh, I, I just wanted to pour out, point out that uh, shout out to Tori Penso. She becomes the first female center ref in a long time. I want to see like. 20 years which is kind of interesting to think that at the very beginning of mls they had female refs center refs and then it just kind of disappeared for two decades <laughs> and finally we're back on track but uh congrats to her for refing so she did the the nashville game nashville and dc united and apparently i, I didn't get to watch it but i heard there was a red card and, and she was right on it and very justified and i don't think there was much of an argument like just like okay i'm out of here it's good for her yeah, I mean, like, DC United officially in MLS history has become the most Peruvian team. <laughs> with with having not only Jordi Reina, but also having um, Edison Flores. It's literally the most Peruvian team ever in MLS history. Is, is this why they're struggling, Rodrigo? <laughs> exactly, that's why. I had, I had yeah, to they it, have I had way to too many Peruvians in, in one you, team. You set it up. I had to knock it out. <laughs> they have way too many Peruvians in one team. It's like you can't have more than one. That's the ratio. Like you only can have one. Look, look at look at Portland. Look at Orlando. Right. Look at Seattle. No one has more than one. E- even NYCFC has only one. Like, you know, no one has more the poor than one. Poor Peruvian national team. I mean, they just show up. And they're like, guys, we can't do this. There's eleven of us. It's not gonna work. <laughs> Let's let's talk briefly about uh, Glenn Taylor because it was reported that uh, I mean all these guys we've talked about this before with ownership they're they're throwing money at whoever uh, but he actually gave like a bunch of money to the oh the fashion Iowa the Steve King guy I don't remember how much he actually gave fifty thousand dollars to the GOP including what is it two thousand seven hundred directly to Steve King. And so there was some backlash on Twitter, I think, justifiably so, that uh, ownership for Minnesota United is, you know, supporting people that uh, essentially have their identity tied to hate and fascism. It's no good. No good. Um, Brent Coleman, we already mentioned. <laughs> I just put eek. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo, I'll throw this one to you. USL, there was an incident with uh, your good friend Landon Donovan and his team in San Diego. Oh, when you're done chewing. You want me to set it up? No, I got this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if anyone knows me personally or anywhere else, I have the biggest disdain for Landon Donovan. Like, it's true. Me and Eric have gone back and forth about this, and everyone else has gone back and forth with this. But it's like, I don't like Landon Donovan at all, right? And so he is the um, he is the coach of this, uh, what is it, the uh, San Loyal. Diego Loyal, right? Right. Yep. And so in this, in this incident, in this game that they played on September 23rd against LA Galaxy 2, uh, which ended in a 1-1 draw, there was a slur directed at an ST Loyal player during the, in, on the field during the match. And because of that, like, um, they, um, the, the Loyal literally, is it, is it that they um, forfeited that point? 
Yep. They did not yeah. want to. Um, they didn't um, want to honor what happened right. uh, with the so they, they didn't want that point because of what had happened. And there were other witnesses and, and nothing, um, no actions were taken at that point. And then I think Landon Donovan had a tweet in where he's like, he's like, why are we doing Black Lives Matter stuff, anti-racism stuff, if we can't even address this on the field? And I was like, damn it. That's like, <laughs> how dare you be a nice person? I know. How can you be a decent human being, Landon Donovan? Why must you be a decent human why? being sometimes? Why did you do this to us? And then I'll let I'll, I'll cue this up to Bridget. They found out who their player is, and yeah, so LA Galaxy Two is mutually parted ways, um, and that was there. And I have to pull up his name again. Sorry, um, but he had uh, he's done this before, not his first time. Uh, when he was with, was it? What did we say, Rad? I'm going to pull up the tweet. Obviously, I wasn't prepared. Uh, Omar Antiveros. Yeah. Uh, so he's been cut from teams before for this exact same thing, including, I believe it was Tulsa, who cut him for an incident, and then 14 months later took him back. Uh, was, was that the same player? I thought that was somebody else. Jeff, Jeff, put, Jeff put up the information on that, but yeah, I know that right Omar, was he, he used the N-word towards another player. And that's just one of those things that's not, you know, like, then they, they kick him out. What, but, um, but the, the interesting thing about this whole thing is, is the fact that we have talked about, and I know um, at least at the local level here, and I'm talking about like high school level, like Minnesota State High School League put out this big old statement that they're anti-racist and they're having something to do with it. But Lord knows like, if you go to a high school game between an inner city club and a suburb club, you're going to hear all the crap in the world being heard out of everybody. And no one does anything about it. So it's, it's good to be able to see that at a second level division league, right, people are willing to make those kind of sacrifices. Now, the question is, right, like, does Omar get invited back to play at some point, right? I don't know. Like, right, so that... Do you want a player like that on your team? <laughs> Also does. Um, Apparently, El Paso might do too. So I don't know. So the uh, identical incident we were referring to, which I misquoted from Jeff, um, he says after a near identical incident last year, Fabian Bastidas served a six-month ban. The USL does not have the authority to terminate contracts. However, clubs can, as Tulsa did with Bastidas' deal last year. Tulsa ultimately re-signed him 14 months later. So Omar might be gone now, um, but there is a precedent for teams kind of re-signing them after the dust has settled and they've decided that maybe the player is worth um, all of that. That's sad. Like, I didn't realize there was that precedent in history. That's that's sad. And then, you know, we don't really have much hope for that considering the uh, quote-unquote statement that LA put out of this where all they said was, LA Galaxy 2 has mutually agreed to part ways with Omar. That was it. One line statement saying nothing to, um, to no apology, no retraction, nor like 
not distancing themselves from him whatsoever, other than saying that they have parted yeah. ways. No statement regarding the. Yeah. The, no the reference to the they, incident. Yeah, exactly. It's just like we just parted ways. Like it's like it's not like we don't stand for this. We don't do things, which is the typical uh, right. template that you want to see. But well, none of that. So. I mean, the, yeah. the senior squad had, when they cut. Uh, when they cut the guy like a month and a half ago because his girlfriend had posted. Yeah, I forget what his name yeah. is. This is yeah. Eric's side of it. Like, well, who was the uh, Galaxy oh. player who, whose wife oh, posted yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah, racist yeah. stuff? Because the, yeah, because the, the announcement for that wasn't really much of a statement either. They just said that they had cut him over an incident, but they didn't say, yeah. like, they didn't distance themselves from it whatsoever. Yeah. Right, right. They just need so to hire Eastern European name. I remember that. They yeah. just need to hire us as their peer team. We'll make them look like decent people for once, instead of yeah. you know. Not the yep. Yeah, that was that, that was the unfortunate thing, specifically when we're like dealing with like uh, ownership that's doing similar things in, in the professional league. Mm-hmm. It's like I was like, you know, what? So what obviously, is, what it's, is this world? it's not like an isolated thing. It's it's club culture, probably. So. And the big takeaway, Landon Donovan, decent human being. Turns out he's okay. <laughs> going to end up being Rodrigo's best friend. <laughs> What's going to happen is Landon Donovan is going to start distilling Pisco and make <laughs> the best Pisco in the world. And send okay, gift now, now that's, packages that, that's to just, Rodrigo. That's just mean. <laughs> that's just mean. <laughs> I'm gonna um, tweet at I'm gonna tweet at Alexi Lalas and tell him to befriend you in real life. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I actually almost met him once. It, it, it didn't work out, but um, let's really quickly before we take a break here. Minnesota United, Real, Real Salt Lake tomorrow. We, we talked about who might be back. Uh, how do you guys think this one's gonna go? Just really quickly. Last time we played, both teams were pretty beat up, especially RSL. They're probably gonna have a stronger squad this time. Can we pull it off? Gregush back, potentially Molino, Nibasi. Cautiously optimistic, maybe. Oh, you're muted, buddy. There you go. You put Nibasi in the center back, and then you put Boxel, and then, I mean, that's. And you, and you, you have your three, four, I think um, you put Hayes in the middle, and then you put. And I think you put uh, Hayes as the six, and then Gregor as the eight. Reynoso at top in the middle, and then it's either if Molino can run, who knows if he can run? Right. Well, we'll, we'll see. And then and then you put. Um, I think Kamara will get another start. To be honest, probably. the way this is going, yeah. probably. So, Bridget, how are you feeling? No, I'd I'd agree with them there. Um, I wouldn't think that the attack will look much different than what we saw this past week. Uh, I would expect Abasi to at least play half. Uh, maybe not the first half, but I would think he'd be in there. Uh, Grey Goose will probably help a little bit. Um, it is good to have either him or Ozzy in there. Uh, right. One or the other definitely makes a huge difference. Um, you know, I'd it's going to be another defensive game, I would think. Um, RSL knows the play now, so they're not going to yeah. let the 4-0 happen again. Um, right. 
but I think uh, I think they can pull it out again. What's the what's the guy's name um, from? Uh, is he Slovakia? Somewhere over there by Gregush, Gregush's homeland. That's that's really freaking good. Um, Ruska, Ruskas, is that it? Oh yeah, yep. Rusnak. He's Rusnak. Thank you, because he. I don't think he played at all on the last time, and if he, or maybe he was just in for like like ten minutes or something like that. Yeah, he. I think he subbed in. He was he was good for the few minutes that he played, but. Right. So if he is he's if he's healthy and starts, I mean he could cause a lot of he's, trouble. Yeah. Yeah. He's kinda like the the Zellerian of RSL. Right. Is that the guy that we were watching uh in during the tournament and like he did something through his hip and he still kept playing out there and it, and RSL didn't take him back out? I think yes. so. Yeah. Yeah. And he was yeah. contemplating like they were contemplating because if he if he had to get an MRI, he had to get out of the bubble yeah. and he couldn't come back in. And then he wouldn't be able yep. to come back, so they just let him sit for a couple of weeks. That was horrible. Wait, like I felt so, wait, so bad for him. Wait, yeah. I don't understand. So back in the so Orlando we, tournament, right? Um, like everything was the MLS bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And so like if you had to leave for an emergency or like say you needed to go to the I ER, see. if yeah. you leave the bubble, you have to you, you have to be in like a 10-day quarantine. Right. And you can't play back. So right. Something happened where he collided with a bunch of players. He was playing against Minnesota United, I believe, right? Is that, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. And then so. you could tell, like, he wasn't fine. They came in. They looked at him. He came back out, right? He came back in, and he was playing on the wing. And literally, he tried to turn with the ball and literally just collapsed. Yeah, that's right. And Nobody then, was like, even touching him. He can't, they, and he couldn't move. Like, it's like something with his hip or what it was. So they had to take him off. And then they had to contemplate. He had to contemplate the idea if he leaves the bubble, he can't play anymore. So because he, he needed an MRI. So mm-hmm. I have no idea what happened after that. But the fact that this is the guy that's finally getting some playing time—that's that's crazy. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back. Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be tuning because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota football show. Back on the Minnesota football show, we got some international stuff to look at here. Yanks abroad doing big things. Uh, Gio Reyna, somehow my autocorrect made it Gio, but it's not Gio, got, gets his start and gets his first goal at Dortmund last week. Pretty great goal, too. And then on that very same day, we had we, – we, we assumed that McKinney would be on the bench maybe at, at Juve. No, he starts and <laughs> plays really freaking well and almost scores. Pretty awesome. <laughs> You're shaking your head, Rodrigo. <laughs> Not impressed? Weston McKinney. Here's my issue with like Weston McKinney. Like I really like him as a player. I, I just don't. I just don't. I don't care for Serie. That's my thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that that I totally understand. And so like and so like I don't want to like I want to watch Weston McKinney, but I do not want to watch Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo nor nor Juventus nor the Serie. So like I'm I'm at a yeah. kind of a crossroads because like 
this this you makes should. it more interesting or more more interesting to watch Serie A. And yes, I understand that the races that are actually not in the stadium or well, not as often, right? Uh, but still, like I I'm I don't want to watch Serie A. So like, I watch highlights maybe, but like that's all I did highlights. I was like, I was like, oh great! I mean, it's a great opportunity for Weston because you get to play with players that can freaking play, right? Like people who can play, yeah. and that's exactly what you want. Like that's what that's what Sergeant needs to do. He needs to get out of Bremer and go play with people who will actually <laughs> feed him the ball, or, right. or, or 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 go play for Seattle. I don't know, you know, play for someone who's willing to pass you the ball. Play with Portland, right? They don't have Sebastian Blanco. Play, you know, fill a void somewhere. Play with a team that will get you the ball instead Does, of does Boa Vista need a striker? Sounds like everybody's going to Boa Vista these days in Portugal. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that team does. Do we, they're like bottom of the like middle of the tier, like tenth. Hey, but you know if, if it's then, the, if it's the gateway so of MLS, MLS players, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if, that, if that's the way to get to La, La Liga or whatever it is, EPL, I mean, let let it be the bridge. Why not? Yeah. Portugal, I guess. I mean, I never thought of Portugal as being as a gatekeeper, but apparently it is, right? It's it's that uh, what's that what's that bay right there? What's that or the sea that's in there? Is that a Mediterranean? Mediterranean or on the bottom? Yeah, yes. it must yeah. be that. Yeah. yeah, the Algarve. That's my favorite part of the country. I love the Algarve. It's beautiful. Um, that's a good transition from Portugal to Brazil. I love this story so much with the women's national team. <laughs> it's this, it's just a, a, a photo that says a million words. Uh, so this, this happened. Um, women's team were having a scrimmage. I can't remember exactly where they were, but a blue maca, arara, as we call them in Portuguese, lands on uh, Briana Benetis on, on her shoulder, like basically like perches. Oh, no, I'm sorry, on her head. Lands on her head. I think eventually he jumps to his shoulder, but there's, there's this great video. Like if you just search for Macaw Brazil player, I'm sure you'll pull it up and she takes it in stride. Like, Oh, okay. I guess, I guess this is what's happening right now. And Macaw hangs out for a good couple minutes. And one of the trainers has to come over with the soccer ball to like try and get the Macaw to jump on the ball and eventually it just takes off. But I, I, I just put up a coisa mais brasileira. I, I, that is the most Brazilian thing ever. Like, I don't, I don't know. If what? I had a Macaw in my head, I'd check my head because I don't want to be scratched. And I don't know if that's what she's <laughs> going through, right? But like, They do have some talents, that's true. There's, they they poop a, a lot thing, also. So. <laughs> but, I mean, if that's not another Disney movie, what is it, right? The Macaw the Lance. <laughs> the, the soccer play Macaw. That's all we need next. It's, Come on, it's like Disney. Rio 3. It well, writes then, itself. Did you, did you see it was... So Thursday night, um, an owl landed on the pitch. The Red Bulls. That's right. I New heard York. about it. But <laughs> so it the killed the bird, right? Yeah, it was it was carrying a like a dead parakeet, and landed on the pitch. Left one one foot wrapped around <laughs> the parakeet and just sat there and looked at the players a couple times and finally flew off. Uh, it left the parakeet behind. Which um, match was this again? Uh, Red Bulls and whoever oh, they awesome. played on Wednesday or Thursday. I'll have to get the photo. I think I remember hearing about it, but I didn't actually see it. And I think Weeby from Extra Time and a bunch of other people were, were posting on that. Oh, Weeby. <laughs> Weeby, Weeby, get, Weeby. Whenever I turn that on and he does his, uh, ah, it's Extra Time, <laughs> 
Lisa always looks at me and he's like, she's like, that's the most annoying voice in the world. <laughs> you weep. <laughs> and I'm like, the, the, the guy just had a baby. Okay. Come on. <laughs> no, I, she doesn't know this. She, all she's hearing is a voice. <laughs> Lisa could be so mean. <laughs> like, at least it's not Grant Wall, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything more. This isn't from me. This is. We all have voices. <laughs> Throw your wife under the bus. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We all have voices. That's all I'm saying. We all have voices. Some louder than um, others. Some louder than others. I can't control the volume of my voice. Uh, this comes from MJ in Thailand. Uh, Buriram United become the first Thai club to install a solar energy. And it's pretty neat. They have some big panels right above. So they're go- I think they're going full solar in the Chang Arena. So good on them. Good to see. like to see more of that. Do we have any solar power at Allianz? I don't think we do, do we? No. Mm-mm. No. All energy didn't want to work with them. Mm. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just... <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know. <laughs> all all the inner workings of businesses are like, right, I'm right. like, I'm sure. <laughs> they're, they're conserving water, though. No solar energy, but they are recycling water. So yeah, yeah, that's right. I do remember hearing about that. Um, <laughs> Bridget, since since we enjoy different shields and crests of clubs, you're already looking at it. <laughs> we discovered the the Salvadoran team through the uh, Concacaf Champions League, named uh, Sede Municipal Limeño. And uh, what do you think? You want to describe it to the listeners? <laughs> so they have a. Uh... A piglet, it looks like, wearing a blue kit, yellow socks, and dribbling a soccer ball in a little green meadow, blue sky. Um, So it kind of looks like a children's book cover or something, but uh, I kind of like it. It's different. It's pretty adorable. Yeah. It's like a ripoff of Peppa Pig playing soccer. Uh, Yeah, it is. Exactly. I I learned because I wanted to learn more. I'm like, this there's got to be more of this story. So Santa Rosa de Lima, they're in, in El Salvador, apparently is their livestock center of the country. So uh, thus the pig. And you know, like um, Santa Rosa de Lima is a saint of one of the saints in Peru. So like that's a well-known saint in South America. That's, which, that's what mm-hmm. threw me out, Limeño, which means like that's Lima. Like someone who's from Lima refer to, refer to them as the Limeño. So I don't mm-hmm. So this is, this is really interesting. But it is a cute little piggy. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zeller sent me this one with the. <laughs> there was, so there was a match. I, I don't even know what division uh, it even says in here, but one of the teams, SV Holdenstedt two, somewhere down in the uh, in the uh, uh, Bundesliga list. I don't know division three or four, but they decided to socially distance from their their fellow and opposing players. <laughs> Attempted to play a match, and they lost thirty-seven to nil. Which, which just sounds like fun. I mean, I kind of want to see those highlights. Uh, yeah, I when I saw that on Twitter, I thought it was a onion or nutmeg highlight or something. It sounds like it. Like, yeah, how do you play social distance? Like seriously, like yeah, we'll just, we don't want do to force it. We'll just put seven guys seven. out and. <laughs> Like, how do you social distance and a corner kick? That's my thing. That's <laughs> you just, you just, just don't like, even I have my section. Is... 
my section and what happens when like all like like let's like say all the uh, opposing team decides to go go bug the goalie like stand by the goalie. <laughs> like, yep, yeah, yeah. He just, he just leaves. Fine. <laughs> he's like he's like he can't touch him. It's like uh, that's just like someone entered my six yard box. I gotta leave. Just I gotta like, go. You just, I, I just have one player from the other team chase everybody around, and they just that's like <laughs> probably how it was. And like clear the way from everybody. It's like it's like it's like the fly. You do the flying V in soccer. And you just plow flying <laughs> V. Oh, so good. I, I had the image of like a winger just like bombing down, and like the defender like trying to like keep up. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me, please, please cut. Get away from me. <laughs> they jump onto the sideline. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so we, we need highlights. We got to get some. We got to get some uh, footage That's from this right. match. Yeah. It sounds now, like now that I know that the story wasn't made up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's a, just an interesting. But you know what else also interesting it happened a couple of weeks ago, and maybe Eric can ask some some family members in Brazil um, mm. uh, uh, that um, uh, Ronaldinho finally got released from jail. <laughs> Is that right? I yeah, it. and then he, he got his passport back, so apparently he flew back to, to Brazil, so I have no idea. No, what, what's the next level thing. for that movie? So, <sighs> What a mess. Well, that, what a that fall. prison team's going to get relegated, though. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were begging him snaps. to <laughs> It snaps for that one. That was perfect. <laughs> Zella recommended uh, Holy Goalie. You guys ever seen that? Yeah, I've heard about it. Okay, it's now it. I just I want to see a prison prison version of Holy Goalie, but like, <laughs> and they bring in Ronaldinho to be able to save a team without <laughs> being relegated. <laughs> this, you got to start the show with this one. That was that was perfect. <laughs> that was awesome, Bridget. Well played. Well played. Um, we have an amazing case of failing up in, in Holland where apparently Frank de Boer was named the coach of the Dutch national team after driving Atlanta United into the ground. I mean, wow. Cue, cue the uh, Jose Mourinho quote. What does he say? Like, the worst manager that's ever been in the Premier League. <laughs> I mean, okay. If you say so. You know how we we were talking about Portugal being the uh, the gatekeeper to U.S. players into yeah. <laughs> I I think Atlanta has become the the you come fail at us and the gatekeeper to to, to play it up or coaching up afterwards. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. <clears throat> Excuse me. Think think about it. Who was the, who was the previous head coach of Atlanta? Well, you had Tata, but he didn't. I mean, he's well, where's Tata now? He's still Mexico, isn't he? Right. He's a, he's a, he's a he's a national coach at Mexico, right? And then yeah. you have Frank, who does a horrible job, but it still gets to be a, a, a national a national a national. Team oh, I see coach. where you're going. So, so if you coach at Atlanta, whether you do good or bad, you're going to get a national team job. Is what you're exactly. Saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Ah. If you want to coach national team, you gotta you just gotta start in Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. You know, we'll see what happens with see what happens with Jan. Jan's gonna want that Holland job, man. (laughs) Whatever happens here, he's gonna be like Frank. I just I just crushed Atlanta. Can I just follow you around? (laughs) 
Yeah, let, let me in, buddy. <laughs> it's my turn. Uh, uh, Libertadores, what's going on here? Atlético Paranaense, Paranaense did well. They beat Colo Colo. Um, Grêmio Inter, you had the... Uh, the uh, uh, what do I want to say? The... Sul, uh, Rio Grande do Sul derby there within Libertadores and Grêmio ends up winning it 1-0. Um, I don't know if there's any other big scores there. I just can't Rodrigo. believe playing, honestly. Like, I haven't yeah, been I able to follow that. that. that like, I don't even know where to watch games, to be honest with you. Like, but I just watch, like, highlights from time. Alianza Lima's trash. I just said that. And this should be, I mean, they gave up a, what was it, like, a, a two-game or, like, a Three goal lead, two goal lead to lose three two last time. So yeah, and then Racing Club takes him out this time. Yeah, um, I'm laughing at Peñarol though. Yeah, Peñarol goes hilarious. down. Where where's the Wilsterman? Where's that one team from? Is that uh, does, it, does it even matter? They beat Peñarol three one. Does it even matter? <laughs> oh, so Bridget, I don't know if you can see it, but if you can zoom in on Delphine, I want you to check out that crest. Because I think that was pretty sweet. Santos beats them 2-1. But how cool is that one? Delphine means dolphin, by the way. So literally imagine like a 1980s Miami Vice logo of a, of a dolphin <laughs> coming out of the water. That's literally it's what it great. is. It's great. It's awesome. I love it. I love that crest. Yeah. Simple. Simple. Uh, Boca gets a win over Independiente Medellin. I don't know. Everything's still too early. I I watch it every once in a while. I'll get one of these matches, but I, it's more once it gets to knockouts that it starts to get really fun, as with a lot of these tournaments. Uh, speaking of which, Super Cup, which isn't really a tournament, but you get your Champions League winner versus Europa uh, champion. Bayern Sevilla. Bayern wins 2-1. to one. How about that goal by uh, Goretzka off of the Mueller completely facing backwards? Did you have the know with all that, that, that homie's running? And he just like flicks it to him and blasts it home. That was so cool yeah, to geez. watch. Like, seriously? Like, what? what is what is Dortmund going to do? Seriously. Mm. Like, they have a good young squad with Gio and Sancho and and uh, who's their forward again? Is it Holland? Jeez. Uh, Holland? Um, but, like, Bayern is just a machine. I like I don't and you add and you add up also Davies into that thing. I'm like, dear lord. Yeah. It's like I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be very tough to play Bayern in any setting. Now they just add more cups. Like they've had like not only do they win the uh, Champions League, but they won their own league, and now they Super Cup. So I think what's so impressive about them too is they. They don't always get clean sheets. I mean, yes, yeah, sometimes they'll have like the seven nil blowouts or whatever, but they went down very early in this match with that penalty. And, you know, even if you're a big team, you go down, you can start to panic, you start to lose composure. They never lose composure. Like they get scored against, they're like, okay, let's, let's wrap this thing up. We got things to do in an hour. <laughs> you know, they, they just keep moving. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Copa do Brasil I put in here just because it was pretty remarkable. The crosstown rivals of my Goya's team, uh, Atletico Goianiense, they had a big one um, a couple days ago. They played Fluminense, who had, who had the advantage. I think they were up 1-0. Uh, and the aggregate, Atletico Goya's wins 3-2. to two. 
they knock Fluminense out of the whole tournament. So a pretty big shockwave in Copa do Brasil for one of the minnows to, to take down one of the, the big Rio teams. So even though it's my Goiás team's rival, you know, I got to give them a little respect for, for moving on. So good on them. Uh, Barcelona dumpster fire. I guess that's what we can call this little section. Um, Messi was very upset that there was no send off for his homie Suarez. He went to social media, uh, basically said he's done so much for me. He's done so much for this club. How dare you not even announce it? How dare you not even say anything? And as if that weren't bad enough, Neymar jumps in and is like, oh, 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 pick me, pick me, pick me. And starts talking shit too. Like, yeah, where nobody said anything good about me. What did I contribute? So it just becomes this pile on. Like, I mean, what a mess. <laughs> but I'm messing. I mean, you knew you knew Suarez was going to leave. Like he had to leave. Like they have too many aging players. Like, I don't even know why they have Vidal and why they're still keeping him, but like there's no way Vidal should be playing anywhere except for like maybe what the Chinese league or something like that. Like there's no like, Inter he, Miami. Oh well, as long as as long as Minnesota United does not get yelling, which people are teasing me about, I'm I'm okay with that. That's where I saw him last year. I saw him at the Miami International Airport. Did you really? That's that's great. Yeah, yeah. that's great. But I just think it's bad that like, I, I mean, I understand. All, all Messi was saying was like, just put out a statement to like recognize his contributions. Right. I mean, I mean, he scored like over a hundred goals for the so, club. So many goals. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you know, at least acknowledge that matter. I was like, he's been a very important player. We wish him the best. No, don't say anything at all. Nothing. And, and Nothing. where does he go play? Atletico. <laughs> Is that where he's going? Yeah, I think he's going to Atletico Madrid. Oh, yeah. spectacular! So that's gonna be all like right. you. It's like it's like you know, he's like he's gonna bring it in. I mean, like Suarez can score. Yes, he's he's got quality, but he's not the same Suarez that he was before. So, like. And there were rumors of him coming to the MLS. We'll see if that ever forms into anything. But, I mean, if Egoin can make it to the MLS, I mean, leaves it out there. <laughs> let's, let's get uh, uh, Suarez and uh, what's, his, what's his butt that you mentioned, the Chileno. <laughs> oh, Vidal. <laughs> Vidal. Let's get them both to enter Miami and just watch those egos burn the place down. <laughs> that's, many, that's too many uh, – Designated players. That's too many DPs. They have like already two. Will you go in? Right? I don't know. Two or three? Yeah, I think. Yeah, but go ahead, Bridget. No, I, was, I don't. Yeah, remember. I was trying to think. Can't remember if he go in is two or three. They're, they're clearly trying to follow the the LA Galaxy mode. I mean, Beckham's running the thing, so you know they'll end up with eight DPs and nobody DPs will say anything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just sign um, up like ten year contracts and then just rotate them every two years in and out. Here's our DP of this year. Yep, yep. We can end up with some uh, EPL stuff that happened today. I was obviously busy, but I'll throw it to you too if you saw anything interesting with uh, these matches. It looks like the everybody was talking about, or I was catching up on Manchester United Brighton, where it looked like Brighton was going to have a big upset. I, if anybody wants to take it, I, no, I hate see. Peacock. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I hate Peacock. We talked about that last week, actually. Bridget did. <laughs> I hate Peacock. Yep. I I did end up uh, doing the free trial for that just to watch Liverpool on Sunday, and then I canceled it yesterday before they could charge me. Hmm. What are we gonna so do, I, Bridget? How are we gonna watch EPL now? Like, I, I don't know. No, I'm like I might <laughs> actually have I to mean, get my butt up and go to a bar and watch. Yeah, I That's mean this week they actually uh, 
they actually have a few games on NBC. Unlike last week where there was like a single game on and that was right, it. Right. For the weekend. And I'm sure you guys went, you guys few, went over this but... last, but it just makes no freaking sense. Specifically no. like people who are paying for the NBC, MSNBC money, gold money, package. Money, money. It's like, like, I'm like, you, you want me to pay more money now so I can watch the same amount That's of ridiculous. games? Yep. It's absurd. Sure do. I mean, I, I the, the surprise for me has been Everton, to be honest with with the, the, the not only because they were able to buy out Hamas, but the fact that he's been willing to do hi Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so Manchester gets to win there three two, and now the light is like on me. You got uh, Everton, yeah, seriously. Two to one, Everton gets a big win over Crystal Palace. MJ's got to be loving it. I think Everton. Had... Does, I uh, I was able to watch like the second half of that one. Yeah. Um, more VAR crap. Uh, really? There was yeah. was so it, it in was, favor of Everton? Yep, yep. Ah. It was it was tied one one, and Everton got a PK um, off of what looked. I mean. They called it a handball, but it was like the player's natural position. Like, so now the the concern is that ever everyone's just gonna start shooting balls like at the defender's arms so that they can earn a, a PK. So they're uh, going that's, back that's to pretty youth, much how it youth league tactics. I, I pretty love much, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, I get, like I was coaching, and I was like. Like the referees, like there were so many handballs and like they weren't calling any like any of them. Like and so like at halftime I turned to one of the referee one of the referees and I was like so like I understand like if the kids put their hands up towards their face or like to their chest, like and it hits it, that's totally understandable. And I was like Right. But like if they're obstructing the weight of the ball, even if it just deflects it, it's like are you guys still calling that? And then he's like Looked at me, and this is like a 16 year old boy. I was like, I just wanted to have a conversation about it. I just want to be clear with the rules. He's like, Sorry, coach. I should have called those three handballs. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm not, I was like, as I turned over and I said, I'm not trying to shame you. I'm just, just trying to be clear what, you, what you're going to call. Yeah, so just like, tell I'm me aware. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like, just be consistent. That's all I ask. That's it. Nothing. But you made the poor yeah. kid's knees tremble. Well, I no, mean, like, he was already sitting down, so minutes, he wasn't trembling. So... <laughs> I was like, I was like, if you're gonna call a handball, a handball, then then call it, right? And like, and like, it got to a game where like between me and the other coach, because like he was asking the same question, and like I would be like hand, right? And then like the other coach would be like hand, and I'm like, well, if you're not gonna call a handball, then you know, like, at, you know, at least at least try to, you know do something about it and like you know and young kids and i appreciate them and that was just having to have a, a conversation just to figure out if we are calling handphones at this at this age level or not so yeah uh other one too was i i caught a little bit of, of west brom chelsea it looked like west brom was just dominating three nil and then chelsea were able to dig themselves out of it and get a tie three three Bridget, you mentioned chelsea are a train wreck <laughs> Yeah, it's what what's going on there? Thing. What's what's the what's the issue? Or issues plural. That's well, yeah, that's a good question. Um I haven't followed them too closely. I haven't been able to catch all the matches. Um, but they're just it's like I I don't know what they're what tactics they're trying to use or even if something had significantly changed 
since last season. But um, they just look horrible every time I've seen them. Is Pulisic them. still not... running, running, running as the ten, or they got him doing I something think else? So. No, I think they are. But you know, kind of like United has seen a few times, like the ten has to get the ball every once in a while to do anything with it. So. Right on. Well, I don't have anything else unless you all would like to say. My Newcastle was trash, but everybody knew that coming in this team. So. <laughs> every every year, my dream is not to be relegated, and every year, my Newcastle seems to give me some sort of palpitations regarding the fact that that might happen. <laughs> so this sounds more like a setup, another setup for Yedlin to Minnesota. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not against it. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. Do you not care about me at all? I'm trying to help you. I thought, help I thought me? You want, help me? Don't you, don't you, don't you, you want Yedlin in do, Minnesota? Do you, do you not know how much, how much pain Yedlin cost me watching him play for Newcastle? And then you want him to come to Minnesota to give me more palpitations? Oh, okay. I misread it. I thought, I thought you wanted him to come. Why would I want Yedlin to come? I thought did we have a whole conversation about Yedlin? Oh no, I, I got it screwed up in my head. I'm sorry. It's just no. It's like it's like asking me if I it's like asking me if I want Landon Landon Donovan to play up for Minnesota United ever in my life. No, I got I, I got no. wise. This, it's wise. I got Yule Yule and Yedlin. Oh, Yule. Got mixed okay, in my head. Okay, I apologize. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly time to end when all the wise sound the same well, for me. So here's here's a highlight for you. I found the whole twenty seconds of that German German match. Really? Uh yeah. There's an article that shows like just one clip of one goal. Uh the guys literally just don't move. They just stand there and let <laughs> them play serious? around. So yeah, they they only played like set of seven of them volunteered to play. The other guys didn't want to play. But they said we'll play so that we don't get fined the forfeit fee, which is like two hundred pounds. Um, well, that's it's, a lot of money. It's an 11th league, like 11th division amateur. It's league. 11 v 11. Only seven players showed up. I wonder if they had a keeper. I I think so, but it looks like he just stands there. So Amazing. well, let, let's get that <laughs> so up on the social I'll tweet media. It. Yeah, I'm tweeting it out right now. With that's with crazy. Say, like so. you would think that if anyone had the space to move, would be the goalkeeper. Wow. Yeah. Gonna have to watch this. All right, guys. All right, friends. Let's take it home. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Rodrigo. <laughs> uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, we do have the Patreon still with wine and eventually some beer coming. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Minnesota Football Show, MN Football Show. And yeah, if I can uh, keep giving more lessons and self funding this recording, I'll have some new music in a little bit as well. In a little bit, probably like a month or two, the way things are going. But tracking is done. So we're on our way. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. See you later. Bye.